This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. We have some matchups for you here today, starting with, let's take a look at Ilderton versus Bayfield. Yes, Taz, Ilderton, Ontario, home of figure skating legend Scott Moyer. Also home to Fringe Hair Salon. For guys kind of like you, Taz, hair just around the fringe. They also have a <laughs> curling rink that has four, count them, four sheets. So they have a four sheets surface, slightly different than the curlers themselves that are generally three sheets to the wind. Taking on beautiful <laughs> Bayfield, Ontario this morning. Yes, Bayfield, Ontario. Ah, the gallant to Grand Bend's goofus. They call themselves not a town, but the village of Bayfield to flex to their target demographic, hipsters and people who need new hips. Apparently a new Tesla (laughs) electric car charging station has just been set up. Unfortunately, the lineups tend to be long because half the elderly population have been trying to use it to charge their cell phones. (laughs) That's Elderton Bayfield. What about uh, Strathroy? Taking on Canborough. Ah, Strathroy, Ontario. Strath Vegas. What happens in Strath Vegas stays in Strath Vegas. The only downside, people rarely leave Strath Vegas, so everyone knows everything. They don't have a lot of the Yelp reviews in town, but they do have a lot of <laughs> Welp reviews where you ask a Strathroy resident, hey, how was that restaurant? And they simply go, Welp, nothing to write home about. They're taking on Canborough this morning, home of one store. Count them, one store. It's an antique store, Taz, called the Curiosity Shop, which sounds like a great place to buy a cursed doll on the Twilight Zone. Canborough (laughs) is easily the smallest town in this competition. Even though they are isolated, though, they are not safe from vandals. The only intersection in town had all four stop signs stolen in 2009. Nobody noticed till 2015. <laughs> uh, also, what do you know about Hagersville versus Jarvis? Taz, Hagersville, Ontario. Lovely place. Named that way, Hagersville, because everyone there looks so haggard. Did you know that Hagersville is home of Neil Pert, drummer of Rush? His family owned a hardware store there for years. And yes, apparently it was Neil's idea to name that Rush album 2112 because that was the population of Hagersville. True story. (laughs) I'm not buying it. (laughs) Farmers, get on your town clothes, because we're heading into Jarvis to eat at D&D's Family Dining for some liver and onions. Jarvis, Ontario, not to be confused with Iron Man's A.I. Butler, Jarvis. Nope, the only A.I. these country folk care about is artificial insemination. (laughs) That's how you keep that uh, that livestock. They going, will pork eh? your pork <laughs> in Jarvis, Ontario. Been there, done that. Making bacon. Lincoln is taking on Port Bruce today, Jim. Yes, Taz. Port Bruce, home of the Port Bruce Lighthouse, which for years has been warning people stay away from Port Bruce. Actually, Lighthouse is just what the town folk call it. The local farmers call it a lake silo. 
And you may recall that uh, that collapsed bridge in Port Bruce. Oh, you yeah. Know, with the dump After truck the on storm, it. You may recall yeah. that as an embarrassment, but uh, they have zero COVID cases because of their new protective moat. No way in, no way out. Your move, Corona. And they're taking on Lincoln, Ontario this morning. Tiny, tiny, tiny hamlet just south of Beamsville, home to Canada's Farm Toy Museum. Yeah, oh. Farm Toy Museum, featuring classic fun farm toys like the unwieldy three-wheeler your cousin broke his leg on, grabbing a friend's hand and touching an electric fence, and throwing manure at your little brother's head. Don't pee on the electric fence. Mm-mm. Ooh, I like dare you to. Like an exploded cigar from a Looney Tunes conversation. <laughs> I mean cartoon. <laughs> That's a visual. <laughs> I dare you to do it. How many times <laughs> did, you, did your friends dare you to pee on the electric uh, uh, fence? Eh? How about I grab a friend's hand and then pee on the fence? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what will happen. <laughs> You're okay if you just do a little squirt, but once you get that full stream going, you're in trouble. Lincoln versus Port Bruce, Hagersville versus Jarvis, Strathroy versus Canborough, Ilderton versus Bayfield. Get online and vote for your favorite small town now. It's time for the COVID of the day. Now, we're calling an audible here. We had another story we were going to do, but uh, we just saw this headline. And it's crazy. This is uh, this is quite something. Story out of Toronto. Not really sure who the COVIDiot is here, but for sure there is a COVIDiot involved somehow, Jim. Yes, this is a global news story, and the uh, headline is, Toronto Law Blahs Mistakenly Left Open Easter Sunday. So just... Most of us assuming that the grocery stores are closed on Easter Sunday, right? You know, yeah. beer stores, everything's closed. So there's one guy in Toronto, he made a Facebook post, and he tells a story, and he was driving around on Sunday, Easter Sunday, and he noticed uh, a guy was leaving Loblaws with four bags of groceries, and he goes, oh, I guess Loblaws is open. So he wheels in, because there wasn't very many cars at all in the parking lot, walks inside, the lights are on, the music, the slow jazz is playing over the over the speakers. He gets his cart, fills it up, <laughs> goes to the checkout, nobody there. He's like, oh, that's weird. So he goes to the self-checkout, they're not turned on. And that's when he realized no employees are here at all. It's just people straight up supermarket sweeping it and just <laughs> filling up bags. <laughs> And allegedly leaving without paying. So they were doing that until the wow. cops showed up. That, it seems like it would be very hard to do to leave the store that open. The music's on. The lights are all on. The door's unlocked. I can understand leaving the door unlocked, but the lights and everything going. Maybe there was a cleaning crew in the night before. I mean, I know that grocery stores are taking extreme measures when it comes to cleaning. So yeah. maybe a cleaning crew left without locking a door or something but or there was uh, a schedule snafu where they thought the cleaning crew was going to come in so and then they, they never showed it, up and locked yeah. up behind them i don't know <laughs> what a moral dilemma though the covid it's the people who are just stealing obviously that's wrong you're 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 dumb dumbs but mm-hmm. uh <laughs> it's tempting i get it you're in the store you need the stuff like do you just yeah. Take a picture of what you're taking and plan on coming back and paying later, or were <laughs> you just? You know, I'm gonna say since it's Loblaws, I'm gonna say it's 
even since that whole bread scandal. Yeah. You overcharged <laughs> me for a loaf of white bread. This is what you get. It's payback <laughs> time. I'm going to the expensive cheese section. Oh, so much Hagen Dawes. The pricey <laughs> ice cream. That's right. Uh, I, I filled my cart, and not one thing is no name or president's <laughs> choice. Name brand everything. When the fancy breads. I'm not paying for it. I don't know. See, I'd be scared that the if the music's on, you'd think the video cameras would be on as well. Yeah. Unless you're wearing your, your mask over your face, which is completely socially acceptable now. Uh you know, you'd think the camera would get you or get your car in the parking lot, yeah. pick up your license plate. So I, I don't know if I'd take the chance of stealing all the groceries, even if I had an opportunity like that. You could almost legally say, I was desperate for groceries. I went there. It's not my fault. I needed the food. You mm. know, I bet you you could probably get out of a charge if it happened. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that. It's I mean, still totally stealing. Yeah, if they're charging people for standing in a parking lot <laughs> when they're supposed to be home, I'm sure they'd charge somebody for stealing food. Do <laughs> you think they're going to buy the excuse? Oh, I thought they just, I thought everything was free today. I thought it was an Easter miracle. I didn't know they left the store open on accident. I thought they did it as a gift to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, here's another moral dilemma for you here, COVID-19 related. A lot of stimulus uh, payments going out with, with what's going on from the government here in Canada, also down in the United States. This story is from Indiana. A volunteer firefighter was waiting on his stimulus check, and he, uh, he kept checking his balance whenever he'd use the ATM to see if it was in there yet. And he got a bit of a surprise this past week. Listen to this. Once I withdraw $200 out of my account, I looked at the available balance that was still left in my account. And apparently, my account had $8.2 million in it. <laughs> I'm like, what in the world is going on here? I ran the card again and again. $8.2 million. I was like, man, something's up with this. Yeah. <laughs> 8.2 million dollars accidentally deposited into your account so there, there the question is what do you do do you call and do you try and tell somebody about the mistake or do you wait and see the the only thing that would keep me honest taz is my one thousand dollar cash withdrawal limit because how right. else do you get the money if you could get that because 8.2 million dollars is enough money to start a new life Completely, like ditch everybody. See your family, see your yeah. friends. I'm out of here. I'm just a rumor now. I'm living somewhere you're you're never gonna find me with eight point two million dollars. But you're right. You'd have to drive around to a lot of ATMs, even if you didn't have the daily withdrawal uh, limit yeah. on your account, right? <laughs> Unless you could somehow secretly like launder it, like you know, send it through a bunch of different online banking accounts or something like that. Try to hide your footsteps, but an average guy would have no idea where to start. I think you're kind of screwed. Yeah. So you would call the bank? Yeah, I think I, if it was like eight thousand dollars, I might try to let it slide. But eight point two mil is going to come back to bite you in the ass, especially if you can't take advantage of it. Well, this firefighter did call the bank. And by the time they got on the phone, they checked his balance on the computer. The mistake had been corrected. 
So poor guy, like you think maybe if I if I call and I tell them they made a mistake, they'll at least give me a little reward, you know? Like what's five hundred dollars? Give me give me yeah. something. I just saved you eight point two million government. How about no service fees for a year? <laughs> That's all I want from my bank. Eight point two million dollars accidentally deposited into a volunteer firefighter's account. I I thought they just decided to start paying me. Hell of a stimulus. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've been volunteering as a firefighter for a while. I thought they just decided they were going to throw me a bone here. <laughs> Back pay. 8.2 mil. U.S. intelligence experts have reportedly been warning that foreign spies have made attempts to monitor meetings on the video conferencing platform Zoom. And if it works, they'll be the first people to ever get information out of a Zoom meeting. <laughs> unmute yourself, Kevin. Kevin, unmute yourself. You're on mute. <laughs> Seth Meyers talking about uh, what I think is everyone can agree is the big winner of this whole pandemic thing. The online uh, tool Zoom that allows you to video conference, have meetings, hang out with your friends, have a couple drinks, whatever. I had never even heard of Zoom five weeks ago, Jim, and now it's become a part of everyone's daily lives. Mm -hmm. I think I've used it once, maybe twice. Even my mom knows how to Zoom. That's that's the point we've gotten to. My mom can Zoom us now. Uh, and with new technology comes new challenges, new phrases, and we're going to educate you a little bit here. Uh, have you heard of the phrase zumped? Zumped, no. Zumped. According to the New York Post, this is a trend that has started getting dumped on the Zoom app. Oof. So, yeah, a woman who got zumped recently says it was terrible. The Internet connection wasn't great, so we kept <laughs> freezing. Couldn't get the zumping over with quick enough because the, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the picture and the audio kept screwing up. That's worse than a phone call dumping because they still want the emotional disconnect <laughs> rather than doing it in front of your face, but they still want to see you cry. And are there other people watching? Like, is this in a, is this in a group chat that you're zumping someone? <laughs> it's not very nice. Uh, I like this. I think you'll enjoy this as well. I found a website here. Uh, you're in a meeting, and the boss makes everyone turn their cameras on so he can he can make sure that you're paying attention. And everyone's in the meeting. What do you do? Well, there's now instructions online uh, how to loop a video of yourself on Zoom. Kind of like a, a heist. You know, if you're planning a bank heist, you loop the security camera footage, yeah. Jim? Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, it's like five steps. It sounds really easy. You can record yourself, a little video of yourself beforehand, uh, nodding and looking like you're thinking about things, and then you yeah. just loop that video and it, you can plop it in there, and it runs during your, your next uh, meeting with the boss. Brilliant. Make sure there's no clocks or windows that face outside <laughs> behind you, and you're golden. That same guy has walked a dog past that, that window seven <laughs> times during this meeting. Does that calendar say September? <laughs> he has been wearing the same shirt for every meeting in the last seven months. <laughs> And another thing that uh, you got to watch for, Zoom bombing. Now, you told me about Zoom bombing, Jim. 
Yeah, this is a way that when you're having a meeting, some random person breaks into your Zoom conversation and starts causing chaos. A lot of sw- like so somebody can just log onto your Zoom if they find the URL uh, or guess it because a lot of them aren't password protected. A lot of these meetings, so people aren't that worried about it. So people will just log on to your work meeting, start dropping F-bombs, all sorts of terrible things, or they'll subtly start drawing a penis with the pen Microsoft Paint option. So your boss will be talking and all of a sudden... Like Microsoft Paint childlike drawings of penises will show up on the screen, <laughs> which is kind of ha- funny. Do we have audio of a Zoom bombing, or are they all too uh, crass? I mean, I saw one on the news, and it was it was just bleep sound effects. Uh-huh. So it's like a lot of racist stuff, a lot of sexist stuff. Right? You can so. only imagine what people are yelling. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> Leroy. Leroy, get out of here. Leroy, stop it. Leroy <laughs> Jenkins. <laughs> so if you are planning on holding a Zoom conference, make sure it is password protected so you don't get Zoom bombed or even worse, zumped during the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, what are you doing here? I'm talking to my coworkers. Oh, I got some bad news. <laughs> And uh, I guess that was a little bit of payback there, Jim. Payback for what? Yesterday, you were complaining, well, publicly complaining that during our FaceTime chats here in the morning. So we're both doing the show in isolation. If you haven't been listening for the past four and a half weeks, (laughs) we've been doing the show from our offices at home. Jim's at his place. I'm at my place. During the songs, we communicate with a with a FaceTime on my iPad here, and I I didn't realize that if I put my feet up on my desk, they're right in front of the camera, and Jim had been looking at the bottom of my feet. So yesterday, he tweeted out a picture of his screen with my gross feet right in yeah. your face, essentially. I and I apologized. I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was happening. Disgusting. But I think you uh, you realized that. I just left the room to go get some water. I come back, and Jim is FaceTiming while sitting on the crapper. <laughs> well, I had to go. Well, we, we briefly disconnected. So uh-huh. I, I have a tablet, iPad, essentially, sitting next to my computer so I can see Taz's face. So I was in the washroom, and the call comes through on Facebook, so it comes to my cell phone as well. So I hung up the first time because I'm busy. And then it called back a second time, and it kept on going, dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it. So the pressure, it felt like a lot of pressure while I was busy. So I had to answer and say, please stop calling. And, and did you I'm feel sorry. a did you feel a release of that pressure? <laughs> I did. Good. It great. It took me about six seconds to figure out where I was. Uh, if you're ever in that situation again, feel free just to go. You can do the audio only option. If you're if you're busy, better or worse, when I try to FaceTime, I'll just you know, hey, I'll call you back in a minute. That's all you needed <laughs> to say. Too much information. All right. We got some more information from Dougie Ford yesterday. The premier saying that schools in Ontario are going to remain closed past May fourth. I think everyone kind of assumed we had been told that they're going to open back up. May 1st for teachers, May 4th for students, but that's not happening. And it just seems like 
it seems like they've they've kind of suspected this all along. But if you say it's canceled out of the gate, the school year's canceled, then people might start freaking out. So you string them along for a bit and keep moving the date. That's what it feels like. Although Doug Ford did say yesterday that this does not mean the school year is canceled. He didn't provide any additional details, according to Global News, as to whether or not some of the school year could be salvaged or if class could be extended into the summer. So when they start school up again, maybe they'll uh, they'll go a little later into the summertime, which I'm sure the teachers and the teachers' union will be crazy about, right? Well, all they care about is the students. So as long as the students are getting the best treatment, then yes. they should therefore be happy. Exactly. The teachers want to provide the best education for those kids. And they will work as long and as often as they need to to make sure that happens. So uh, maybe that is a possibility the school year extends into the summertime. I'm all for it. I'm sure all the parents who are stuck at home with their kids right now are all for it. A hundred percent. The teachers don't even like to take the summers off. They just do it so the kids get a break. (laughs) They'd rather be working. (laughs) Oh, thank God they, they... they solved that contract dispute before this uh, this crap hit the fan, huh? Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.